I want to jump right into the message, uh, but before we do, I want to cover a couple of things. And um, the first thing is, this weekend is Holy Ghost weekend. Amen? This weekend is Holy Ghost weekend. And uh, so, uh, starting Friday night, we'll meet here Friday night at 6.30. And uh, is that right? Well, I think, what do we, Friday night? 6.30. I thought we changed it. Uh, so we'll meet this Friday night at 6.30 and uh, we'll pray until the Lord says stop praying. And uh, I don't care what he says. We Normally we used to have it from 6 to midnight and uh, we would pray for those six hours. You'd be amazed how fast six hours will go when you actually get into the spirit. But uh, we, the Lord gave us some direction. Uh, pray. Start praying at 6.30. We'll pray till we're done. Amen. And uh, it might be 9.30. It might be 12.30. I don't know. We'll pray till we're done. And uh, God's going to bless it. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. And then on Saturday, we have Soul Winning Saturday. So Soul Winning Saturday at 1 p.m. here. We'll go out. Uh, we'll pray with people. We'll lead them to the Lord. Uh, we'll plant some seeds. We'll harvest some others. And uh, it's going to be a great weekend. How many, how many souls are we at now? Actually, we need to update it because we just had two major events. We haven't got all the numbers from. But what is it that we have? It's 400 and something commitments to Christ. Personally, 470 commitments to Christ this year before the two events we just had. Amen. That's people that's going, that will be with the Lord for eternity. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You know, the average church has a hundred people in it and, and they win less than two souls per year. Whoo. Glory to God. I'm happy about that number. Amen. I love seeing the commitments to the Lord. And you know what I like even more, uh, even more than, than just that, that alone is I like that on top of us being a church uh, that goes out and wins souls and there's numbers that we can present before God and say, hey, these, these, these are people that committed to you. Besides that, I love that the church, Boomerang, is a house that wins souls. That we have people that have souls on their heart and on their mind. Because that's the heart of God. The heart of God is for souls. You realize souls is the only reason we're here on the earth. Like we could do everything else up in heaven. We could be blessed up in heaven, everything. Souls is the only reason why we're still here. We could be taught in heaven. We could be blessed in heaven. There'd be no more sickness in heaven. Souls is why we're here. That's why the Lord leads us, because he wants to grab as many as he can and save them for eternity. Amen? Glory to God. I, <laughs> when I see people walking around and I'm preaching, I always want to mess with them. Like I wanted to go and tackle Sherman as he walked down over there. And then I saw Johnny. I want to go mess with him. And like, you know, because they're trying, they're trying to like get in their seat and not be seen and everything. And I just want to point that out. You know, I just feel like, hey, let's point it out. So if you ever see me looking funny, then you know why. Uh, but here's, here's something else. So then next weekend, Holy Ghost weekend, Friday night prayer, Saturday, soul winning Saturday. And then on Sunday at 4 p.m., we have our Holy Spirit service. Every time we have that service, just the Holy Spirit shows up. We give that, we start that service early so that we don't have to be worried about getting home. Lord, we're here for you. So this whole weekend is dedicated to God. Amen. Does anybody, anybody want to take a part of your life and just say, Lord, I give you me. I give you me. It might cost me some time, but you are worth it. You know, I give you me. And uh, so 
it's just awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I do have something special to share with you on Friday night during prayer, something the Lord uh, gave me uh, this past week, and I am looking forward to sharing it with you, and it's going to be awesome. Now, uh, one of the things... One of the things I want you to see is you should have gotten a little handout today. And on uh, September 30th, Thursday, September 30th, uh, Pastor Terry Shuttlesworth, so this is Ted who was just here. This is his brother. And uh, he called me and he said, I'm going to be down in that area, he said, and you've come up in my spirit. And I just felt like having a breakthrough night, just a night of supernatural breakthrough. And if, you, if that you know, witnesses with you, he was talking to me. He said, then, let, then I'd be available to do that. I said, let's do it. Because I prayed about it, took it, prayed about it, felt led of the Lord. So he's going to be here on September 30th, Thursday night, one night for just a miracle breakthrough service. It's going to be awesome. Amen. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. He is strong. Uh, don't, don't come here. Uh, yeah, amen. Thank you for that graphic. That's awesome. Uh, don't come here uh, with any weak feelings. Don't come here uh, needing to be pampered. This is, that will not be the night for it, I promise you. Okay? Uh, don't, don't come here. Come here ready to grow. How many people you're ready to grow? You're, you're, you are sick and tired of being average and what the world calls average. It's like time to, let's go somewhere. Yeah. Amen? Now you have anybody, you probably wouldn't be at this church if you weren't because, uh, yeah, we kind of challenge that on a regular basis. But uh, we're not a church of average. No, no we, don't, we don't conform to the world's average. The Lord says that Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man in Luke 2.52. And we are purposed to grow and go after God. Amen. And uh, if you don't, if you, if you don't like that or don't agree with that, you probably won't like boomerang. And uh, that's just the truth of it. <laughs> you, you, if you're here, you're going to want to grow, and you're going to be challenged to grow and stretched in that way. And uh, that's what the that's what a church is for to grow up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. It hit me this way on the way to church this morning. How many people are just checking the box and they don't want their status quo challenged? They don't want, they're not okay with challenging their comfort. And we need to be the kind of people that are willing to get out of the comfort of the flesh and get into the spirit of God. Because if we're led by our flesh, Romans, Romans chapter 8 says, if we're led by our flesh, a mind set on the flesh is death. There's lack. Immediately, it's already attached to it. A mind set on the flesh, a mind set on fleshly comfort, you are, you are automatically going to be in lack because death is attached to it. But a mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Amen? Amen. And uh, so, with that in mind, two weeks from tomorrow, two weeks from tomorrow on September 20th through the 24th, that's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to have the Amazing Acts series. Amen? Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. We're going to be preaching and teaching on the book of amazement, right? The book of amazement, the acts of the apostles by the Holy Spirit. We're going to set our mind on the things of the Spirit, and we're going to see the power of God released. Now, why are we doing that? Because earlier this summer, the Lord says, I want you, I want you to teach and preach on the book of Acts, because I want to get those works in my people. He, and basically, he let me know he wants us to get into that book and start seeing 
seeing some of those things all the time. He wants it to get in us, to be ingrained in us. And we're going to go through the book of Acts, teach and preach on it. And what happens when you start teaching and preaching on the amazing acts of God? The amazing acts of God. Oh, you're going to see it. There's people that week going to get healed. Miracles. Signs of one. It's going to be awesome. Amen. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, my goodness. I, I, amen. I'll just stop right there. I'm excited. You can tell it. And I don't have to tell you anymore. Let's turn to Psalms chapter 8. <laughs> Psalms chapter 8. Let me say something to you. You were made for glory. Amen. You were made for glory. Yeah. You were made for it. Let's look at this Psalm chapter 8, starting in verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic. Uh, you know what? I tell you what. If you don't, this is the New American Standard. If you don't have it, it'll be on the screen. Let's say this Psalm together. And just kind of follow my lead. I may slow up or speed up. You'll, you'll catch on. And uh, let's just say it together. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth who have displayed your splendor above the heavens. From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength because of your adversaries. To make the enemy and the revengeful cease. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him or the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than God and you crowned him with glory and majesty. You make him to rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of heaven and the fish of the sea. Whatever passes through the paths of the seas. Oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Glory to God. Amen. Just kind of makes your heart yeah. worship him. How majestic is his name? How majestic is his name? Glory to God. Think about that. I love the question in the middle of it in, in around verse 4. He says this. He's like, look at what you've done in the heavens. The moon, the stars. In other words, ponder the heavens. Ponder the heavens. And, and just in that, in that vein... Yeah, I'll tell you a story. Many of you have heard it before, but it's, it's, it bears repeating. Do you know, uh, if, just to go back to you know, school a little bit, you remember learning that the earth is a planet. Everybody with me so far? All right, good. All right, so school wasn't that far back. All right, good. And uh, the earth is a planet. We happen to be the third planet from the sun. We live in a solar system. Our solar system has nine planets. It had eight for a little while, but then it got Pluto back. It was messed up. And uh, <laughs> so Pluto's back. It was messed up what they did to Pluto. It was like, you know, just rude. And then, and then we got nine planets again revolving around the sun. 
revolving around, and that's our solar system. And in our solar system, we are a part of the Milky Way galaxy, right? The Milky Way galaxy. And in the galaxy, there are billions of suns and solar systems in that galaxy. But here, here's the interesting thing. And then there are billions of galaxies just to, that we can see. So how far does it go, right? So our solar system, one sun, think how much, you know, think how powerful the sun is, you know, fair skin, early summer, going out on the beach, cooks you, fries you, you know, you know all of that, 93 million miles away, and our sun's like a little one, right? One sun, there's billions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy, and then there are billions of galaxies. So think sun, solar system, times billion, times a billion at a minimum. Okay, now, let me give you an idea. All right, so this coin I have in my pocket, if this is our solar system, the sun, all nine planets, the size, the size of a, a quarter, Okay, this is a little bit bigger than a quarter. But if this is our solar system, the sun and all nine planets, and we put that on the floor, how big is the Milky Way galaxy? Right? What we can determine how big, if our solar system is the size of a quarter, how big is the Milky Way galaxy? Is it as big as this room? Well, if there's billions of these, then it's probably bigger than this room, right? Is it bigger than Albemarle? Is it bigger than Stanley County? The answer is yes. If this is the size of our solar system, the Milky Way galaxy is bigger than North Carolina. The Milky Way galaxy is bigger than the whole East Coast. The Milky Way galaxy is bigger than the United States. The, the Milky Way galaxy, if this is our solar system, literal size, quarter, the Milky Way galaxy is as big as the whole of North America. The whole of North America. Now, and there's billions of galaxies. So imagine North America times a billion, and that's the known universe. That's the known universe. And the Bible says this, and God measured it by the span of his hand. <laughs> God measured it by the span of his hand. How big is God? <laughs> How big is God? Oh my goodness. And then all of a sudden you start to realize that when he says, if you speak to this mountain, be cast into the sea, the mountain ain't nothing to God. And when he measures the universe by the span of his hand, you, he can't even see the mountain. He's like, and it's gone, right? Like that was it. And that actually probably would have blown out several solar systems, you know? Like the mountain ain't nothing. So then all of a sudden, we start looking at our perspective of God. We see the mountain, it looks big to us, but to God, it's nothing. How big is God? How big are the heavens? And then verse 4. You've done all this. What is man that you would consider him? So you did all of that, and then you took man and said, he's important to me. Mankind is important to me. 
Do we know the love of God? Whew! Do we know, do we, do we really have the vastness of God's love in proper perspective? <laughs> he did all this. Billions of galaxies measured by the span of his hand and then he took time to consider you. Not only to consider you, he, he like knows how many hairs are up here, you know? And, and which ones are stuck together and which ones aren't. <laughs> I can talk about that because mine's all stuck together. Because <laughs> if I don't stick them together in this humidity, it goes poof, <laughs> like that. So, who is man? Put that, put that verse, verse 4. He has all this in the heavens. And he says, what is man that you take thought of him? That you even give one thought towards man. And, and the son of man, that you care for him. You think about us. You care for us. But verse 5 goes even further than that. Look at verse 5. He says, yet, this man that you gave thought to and care for, yet you made him a little bit lower than God. In other words, you elevated him to a place that is just shy of God. What? You have all this power? You, you can do all of this? And you've elevated mankind to this area? And he says, and you crown him with glory and majesty. What? Now see, you, you can start to see it. When the devil starts telling you how bad you are and how, how much garbage you are, that doesn't line up with God's thinking. That is a thought lower than what God thinks. And you start to see, oh, devil, you slimy slimeball, like my wife said earlier. You big old jerk. You sleazy, slimy, trying to get us to think that God doesn't care about us. And he'll even say that God doesn't care about you. You know, you'll see one of the biggest tragedies is people, they'll say, I'm too far gone. God doesn't care enough about me to save me even in my old age. Oh, he does care about you. God's heart is that none would be lost, but all would come to his repentance through Christ and would know him. That all of them would. All of them would. Amen. Tell him to fix that buzz, please. There you go. Amen. Whatever you did, just fixed it. I'm sure you did something or it just went away. <laughs> so all of a sudden you start to see that the devil will try and come and tell you how bad you are. But God always in his heart is always going, I see you. I care for you. I love you. And not only do I love you, but you were made to be crowned with glory and God's majesty. What? You were made to be crowned with God's glory and majesty? Yeah. Oh, you're clothed with it. That's what he thinks about you. He did all this. He's, he's this powerful. Measures the heavens by the span of his hand. And then he looked at you and said, you're worthy of glory. You're worthy of my majesty. Do we know who we are or how we're created? I don't, I don't, 
My wife said, not really. I don't think we really know. I think we, we, we've maybe pointed our eyes in that direction, but have we seen the links of God's glory and majesty that he wants to put on each one of us? Not just pastors, not just ministers, but every person made in his image and likeness, literally made to be filled with his glory and majesty like him because of him, not by themselves. If you go over, if you go over, a lot of people think that sometimes people go into a ditch and they're like, well, God just wants to bless me no matter what I do. That's not true. That's not true. He wants you blessed, but what you do is very important. Go to Hebrews chapter one real quick. And, and I just want to show you, you know, Jesus came down and he had to, as a man, Jesus had to receive all the things of God. Look at Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 8 and verse 9. And it says this, But of the Son, talking about Jesus, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of his kingdom. Talking about Jesus. Jesus, you have loved righteousness, and watch this, and hated lawlessness, hated sin, and because you did this, therefore... God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness or the oil of joy. In other words, but when, when we go after and we're like, oh, I just, I love sin. Well, we can't step into the full crowning of God's glory. So, God, you were designed, created. And even in God's heart, his thinking towards you is, I want to crown them with my glory. I want to crown them with my majesty. How many people want to be crowned with the glory of God and his majesty and walk like this? You see that in Acts. You see the, in the amazing Acts where people tried to just get within the shadow of the apostles because there was an overflowing of the glory and the majesty of God that just overflowed and healed people. They just wanted to get within a, a, a shadow's distance of them. They just wanted to get to that place. And, and, but the issue is, you don't just get there. If that was the case, and there was nothing that we did on the, nothing that we did that changed that. And the issue is, as soon as you got born again, you'd just be like, oh, zap, 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 zip, zap, zap, zap. And just that his glory would overflow. But that didn't happen. How many people did that happen to? It just automatically zapped, zapped the glory to people. No, it didn't happen. You know why? Because we had a flesh that was corrupted, a mind that was corrupted. God handled the spirit. The spirit was corrupted, but he made us a completely new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, we're, we're made a completely new creation in our inner man, in our spirit man. And now we have the power to, the flesh will never be changed until God glorifies it. So that's, that's going to stay corrupted. There's going to stay the, the potential of sin in that flesh as long as you're on this earth and you don't have a glorified body. But immediately when your spirit, when you receive Jesus, your spirit is made a completely new creation. Now you have the power to tell sin, no. And it really is that simple, no. People say, I just can't stop doing this. That's not true. He said, as soon as you've been become, become born again, he said, I have broken the power of the slavery of sin. Yeah. 
He says, I have granted to you everything. And Peter, he says, I've granted to you everything pertaining to life and godliness. In other words, you have what you need. The issue is we've had bad habits that we haven't reversed yet. And so we give ourselves to God and we need to set it in our mind. I even, I started confessing this. I love righteousness and I hate sin. I love righteousness, hate sin. Walk in holiness. Get that confession and pop it up as soon as you have. That confession. I love righteousness, hate sin. Walk in holiness and I'm anointed. And I'm anointed. See, this is a part of our responsibility. So you have a lot of the church that's just like, ah, I received Jesus. Go ahead and pop that up as soon as they have it. And there you go. Hey, wow. <laughs> pop it up so we can read the, oh, hey, look. We walk in the fullness of faith. Get it up so it's right. I can see the whole thing. We walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We win souls. We love righteousness, hate sin, walk in holiness, and are anointed by God. Say it again. We walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We win souls. We love righteousness, hate sin, walk in holiness, and are anointed by God. This is, you start to realize that I need to speak these things. I need to change my mindset. And, and so one of the things that I noticed is that I need, this is a confession we do every, you know, every week on the broadcast. Um, you know, if you, like, if you like this preaching and teaching, every weekday at 1130, we have lunch plus, and when it started about noontime, we have what's the word, and we preach and teach like this every day of the week, fresh daily bread. Well, every day on that broadcast, we go through some confessions that's training our mind, it's renewing our mind, which is our job, empowered by Christ from our spirit man, to renew our mind. Well, one of the things to renew our mind to is, I hate sin. Yes. I hate sin, just like Jesus. And I'm anointed because I hate sin and I love righteousness. And we need to get that in us. We need to get it in us so that when sin pop and the temptation pops its ugly little head up in our life, we're like, oh, I hate you. Don't do that with people, but with sin, it's okay. People know sin good, all right? But we need to get that. It needs to be a natural reaction to us. No, ah, sin. That, the end and the wages of sin is death. I don't want any part with death. I hate sin. Not only that, it hurts people. It hurts, hurts the heart of God. No, I hate sin. I love the righteousness of God. I love walking in holiness. And when we walk in holiness, there's a crowning and an anointing that happens. What, if what, what would happen? What would happen? What would happen if all of us hearing this message decided? What would happen if every one of us decided, I love righteousness. I love righteousness. The anointing and the crowning of God and his majesty would come on each one of us. Can you imagine what that would look like out in Albemarle in Stanley County? 
When all of a sudden everyone that's here in this message is walking crowned in God's glory and filled with his majesty. You were designed for God's glory. You were designed for it. What would it look like? What would happen if we're all carrying that? Not Not just me, not just you, all of us. Well, now you see the plan of God throughout the ages. Romans chapter 8, it says, The earth is yearning and groaning for the manifestation of the children of God, of the sons of God. It's groaning for us to hate sin, love righteousness, and be anointed and crowned with His glory and majesty. And, And who can't attain that? There's nobody that wants God that can't attain that. Lord, I want you. I want to go after you. There's nobody. I don't care what the devil has lied to you and told you. God had you on his heart and on his mind. And he was thinking about you. Even when he could measure the heavens by the span. He was thinking about you when I consider that. What is man that you would think about him? That you want to crown him with your glory and your majesty. I don't care what the devil's told you. I don't care where you've been. What you've done. If you'll just simply say, I was going after the world, Jesus, I'm going after you. All of a sudden, we step into a place where the crowning of God with his glory can happen. You're designed for his glory. Me only? No. You only? No. Every believer. Designed for it. To carry it. Mark chapter 16, those that believe, those that believe, not those that believe and are called to be a pastor, those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. If the devil tries to get in there and he tries to poison them, you know, tries to trip them up, they won't even, they won't even be harmed. Filled with the Holy Spirit of God, crowned with his glory. Do we know the fullness of what God wants to do in us? Do we know the fullness of what God wants to do in Surfside Beach? Oh, he wants to, I mean, I mean like a meteor, like a meteorite. He wants to touch down his glory in Surfside Beach and explode it out from that place. And you are designed to carry it. Yeah. Oh, designed to carry it. And in your fullness and God's fullness. Say this with me. Look look at verse 5 again and just read it. Set your eyes on it. Hear it. Man, you have made him a little lower than God and you crown him with glory and majesty. Just close your eyes right now and just just say this with me. Just say, I was made made to be crowned with your glory and your majesty. And no matter what the devil has said, God said something different. And I receive that. Amen. Just receive it now. You were made for his glory and majesty. Amen. Hallelujah. You were made for it. You were made for it. All right, I want you to see this. Turn real quick to Ephesians chapter 1. You were made for glory. 
You were made for glory. You were made for glory. We know that in the Garden of Eden, before sin came, hey, what's your feelings towards sin? Okay, that's good. That's good. What's your feelings towards righteousness? You love righteousness and hate sin. You can carry the glory. You can carry the glory. You know, when sin came into the garden, before sin came, you know what Adam and Eve were clothed with? The glory of God. The glory of God. See, it was sin's problem that caused that to stop. It was sin's problem that caused that provision not to, not to be there. But as soon as Jesus dealt with sin, as soon as on that cross he redeemed us from the curse of the law, everything changed. And we could step into the place where we tell sin no. And we walk in the holiness of God. And the glory of God can be found on us. Oh, the glory of God on all of us, not just me, you. Every person that will turn their heart towards God. Does anybody want to walk in that glory? Do you know what that glory can do for your household, for your family? You know what that glory can do for your children and for your co-workers? You know they can never go through problems that you went through. You, you know what that glory can do? You see, it's a funny thing in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, you start transforming your mind, your life will start to prove how good God is, how perfect He is, and how acceptable He is. See, when we start hating sin and loving righteousness and walking in holiness, and we get anointed by God, crowned with His glory and His majesty. Something happens and we just start walking in that. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory. Just on Sunday morning? Oh, no, all the time. All the time. I watch it. I'll be in conversation. The anointing will come in. It hadn't always done that. It's grown. It's gotten better and better, stronger and stronger. But the anointing will come in and people will just be at peace. They'll just be at rest. It's like, oh, man, I needed this. Glory to God. That's the anointing of God. That's the glory of God. And I'll tell you this. I've only walked in a piece of it. I want to walk in more of it. Is anybody with me? But what happens is you start walking in that glory and it's just like in Acts where, where the shadow, that people start getting healed and you start, and it's like, whoo, blessed. Whoo, blessed. People, you just get around, you come to their house. House gets blessed. Family gets blessed. Glory to God. Blessed. You know, why? Because His glory is His goodness. God has given us as believers an inheritance. And if you don't know God, you can come to know Him, accept Jesus as your Savior, come into the family, and now you have an inheritance. Anybody ever wanted to get like the phone call from the lawyer? Hey, I represent such such law firm, and uh, we just found out that your name is on this inheritance of a very wealthy person. Amen. Amen. I well, how about the one that created the heavens and measured it with the span of his hand? Just in prayer this morning, uh, I think it was Barrett that brought up, there's, there's planets out there. The whole planet is a diamond. The, the planet. Imagine that ring. Bam! Yeah. The woman would be like, look, check out my rock. The whole planet is a diamond. Think about that. The whole planet. God, God's got an inheritance. What does God own? All of it. All of it. It's so easy for God to bless us. The hard part is right here. Because we believed that we're not worthy of it. 
And so because we believed we're not worthy of his love and worthy of his glory, we just said, well, I'm already in a mess. This little old sin, this little bit of, you know, telling a bad joke, unfor unforgiveness, this little bit. I wasn't talking about you, but thanks for pointing out. <laughs> I meant like a dirty joke, not a bad joke. There's a difference. <laughs> That was a good joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> but you tell a dirty joke, to clarify, a dirty joke. I appreciate other people's minds going right there because I heard the chuckle as soon as I said a bad joke. I know. Think about that. See, because we felt like we're dirty, we were okay, like, well, I'm already messed up. I'm already messed up. So if I sin a little bit, it's not going to hurt I'm, I'm a, you. Know, I'm a sinner. One of, one of the biggest deceptions that the devil has gotten us to do is the same thing you'll see in some of the programs. It's like once you're this way and you're messed up, you're always messed up. Once you're an alcoholic, you'll always be an alcoholic. That's, that's garbage because God can set you free. He is the new identity. You're, you, who you are, is not who you were. He's made you a completely new creation. According to Scripture, that's not true. And a lot of people will say, well, we were just, we're just, our sin is dirty, filthy rags, and we're just, thank God that he saved me, a sinner. And that's who you were, but that's not who you are once you receive him. He's made you, in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21, he's made you the righteousness of God in Christ. God has already spoken that. That's who you are. And so then all of a sudden we can say, oh, that's not who I am. I can hate sin. That's right. And we should hate sin. We should walk in holiness and be anointed by God. And then all of a sudden the power of God can flow through us. Just pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. No! Every believer. Every believer. And then all of a sudden every believer, when you come to know God, you have an inheritance. You've got a loving father that literally owns everything. Literally he owns it all. Like not just close. No, he literally owns it all. Owns it all. You got a very rich father if you know Jesus. And if you have a rich father, you have an inheritance. And I want you to look at this in Ephesians chapter 1. One of the things it says is, I want you to know what you are and what you have. He says this in verse 15. Uh, the apostle Paul says to the church, say it with me, the church, the church. at Ephesus. Now, he's not just talking to the church at Ephesus. This is going to be written in the Bible, which means he's talking to this church today. Are you a part of the body of Christ? Do you know Jesus? Then you're the church he's talking to too. And here's what he says. For this reason I too, having heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, he says, I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. And when he prays, here's what he prays. Praise that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Father of glory, the Father of what? Glory. What does he have? Glory. What's in his hand? Glory. And, and we're designed to be crowned with it. Yes. And who's got control of it? The Father of glory. He's got it. 
And that glory, we're going to see in a second in Exodus, it, that glory is all of his goodness. And the Father has all of his goodness, and he desires to crown you with his goodness. He has it all. He's the Father of glory. And he starts praying for the church. He says, hey, I want you to know that you have a Father. And you need to know what your inheritance is. And here it is. He says that the Father of glory may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. What's he, pray, what's he saying? He says, look, I'm praying for you, church. I'm praying for you. You know, these prayers that Paul prayed are still going into effect for us today. And I can tell you, I'm praying this for this church as well. And anybody that might be listening, that's a believer and an inheritor of the things of God because they're in the family of God. And if you're not in the family of God, you can be in the family of God today. It doesn't cost you anything but faith and making Jesus the Lord of your life. And, and you step into the family of God. Now you have an inheritance. Now you have an inheritance. And, and here's what he's saying. I'm praying that you will get revelation of what you have. Not what you're going to get, what you already have. As soon as you accept Jesus, you already have it. It's in you now. Whew. Come here, Mark. Put your Bible down. Turn around this way. That'll work. Boop, that way. Y'all see him? That's a child of God right there. Did you know he's got an inheritance? He's got an inheritance right now. His spirit man's made new. Now, were you always walking in holiness like you are now? Did you always hate sin? No, me either. But then you made a choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And something happened. According to the word, we know this. You were made a completely new creation in that inner man. Hey, Justin, you better get behind him. You, you were made a completely new creation in the inner man. And when he did that, he took all of his goodness. And your inner man was made the image and likeness of God. Ready to be crowned with his glory. And, and hear this. And his majesty oh yeah his majesty now you're one man but I, I'm talking to a bunch of people that are created in the same image and likeness and, and ready to be crowned and, and it's kind of like this God said oh I'm going to create you to hold me in you I'm going to create you to be in me and me and you in me you in me and me and you I'm going to create you to carry my glory. And, and, and then he says, and as soon as I create that man, I'm going to drop in it an inheritance of his glory. Do, do we know what's inside of us? Do we know what's inside? You feel it? <laughs> the fullness of that glory. Just raise your hands, close your eyes. Yeah, Lord, let, let what's already in there overflow now in Jesus' name. Overflow that glory now in the name of Jesus. See, there's an inheritance that's already in. He says the kingdom, the domain of the king is in you now. 
It's in you now in Jesus' name. And it's like God just came up and he was like, uh, light be, right? And he spoke. It's like God just went, oh, you're mine now. And filled you with his self. Filled you with his self. Filled you. Mark knows how to receive very well, and I, I appreciate that. But I want you to know, see, right now, there's more going on inside of him because it's like igniting that stuff. But all of us can walk like that. All of us. All of us. You are made to have an inheritance and to manifest an inheritance. And that inheritance is not just for you. See, it's just selfish if all we're doing is looking at ourselves. It's not just for you. That inheritance is designed to flow through you and come out of you and to bring, bring something to the world. There's a hurt and a dying world that is sick with sin. And we are all made ministers of the reconciliation of God. That we are all designed to minister to people and say, God, has, God is pleased with you through Jesus Christ. And you can have this now. You can have an inheritance now. God wants to crown you with his glory. Me can't be me. No, no, he's you. He saw you. You were on his mind when he was on that cross. He saw you in time. He saw you in the, in the books of history. He saw you and he said, I care for you. I love you. I want to pour out on you. And not only do I want to pour out my goodness... I want to pour out all of my goodness, all of it. And the devil's tried to lie to you. He's tried to hold, hold you back from me, but he's not going to hold you back anymore because you're getting a revelation of how God made you, what he had planned for you, how he wanted you to be and act. A believer and an inheritor in the family of God. Oh, glory. Anybody receive it? Yeah. He says, look, I'm just getting, I'm just praying. Paul says, the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Ghost, says, I'm just praying. I'm just praying that your mind will unlock. Oh, that was a good unlock sound. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He helped me. That your mind will unlock. And yeah, amen. Thank you. And you will see what God has for you. That your mind will unlock. What God has for you. What the plan. Listen to this. He says, I pray that you'll have revelation. He says, verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. He's saying, I pray that at the core of your being, the light of God will shine and you will know. The hope means joy, confidence, and expectation. You are my confidence. Right? You are my confidence. I know who you are. And that song we were singing earlier. You are my, I pray that the eyes of your, your joy, your confidence and boldness, your expectation of the things of God will rise. And so that come hell or high water, you see how the Lord works songs together with the message. Is, come hell or high water. No, I have my eyes open. I know who I am and I know who you are and I know what I'm crowned to be. I know who's an image and likeness I'm made in. I know what I'm carrying. 
I know that on the inside of me, I was designed for his glory. I was designed to be filled with his majesty. And hell and high water can come, but it doesn't affect the character and nature of God. And therefore, as he is, so are we in this world. It doesn't affect us. And all hell and high water can come all it wants to. And God will come in like a flood. God will come in like a flood. And he will beat down every revengeful act of the enemy. That's what it says in Psalms. He'll take care of it. But he takes care of it as we turn our faith towards him, our eyes towards him. We walk in holiness. We hate sin, love righteousness. We're anointed, crowned with his glory and his majesty. Come hell or high water, you are my confidence, Lord. I know who I am and I know who you are. And no matter what we see, no matter what we feel. You know the devil, he tries to give us all kinds of feelings. And all kinds of feelings have sacked us for years. But it's time for us to stand up in our faith and say, these feelings are not going to sack me anymore. These feelings are not going to set me back. I know who you are. And because of who you are, I know who I am in Christ. I got revelation of it. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, the joy, the confidence, the expectation of his calling, the hope, the joy, the confidence, the expectation of his calling. And what are, listen to this, this this is already here. This is not something coming. It's something already here. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? It's in us. It's in us. It's in us. It's in us. It's already there. We're in the family. Do you know who you are? Do you know what he's done? Do you know who you are? Do you know what he's done? Is he your confidence no matter what comes up? Hell or high water, no matter what kind of storm tries to come up. See, that's just what Jesus knew. The disciples came up to the storm. It's a demonic death storm. But they come up to it and the disciples are fearing for their life. Jesus wakes up. He's at rest in the middle of the storm. He's at rest. Jesus wakes up. Comes up, and what happens is he has the confidence of who he is and who the Father is. And he comes up on top deck, and all of a sudden he sees the storm. He's like, that can't stay there. Because he knows who he is. And he knows who the Father is. He's got revelation of the riches of the glory or the goodness of God. He's got revelation of it, and he says, no, the revelation of God's goodness, I have faith in. It'll handle that death storm just like that. Peace, be still. And disciples are like, who is this man? That even the wind and the waves. This is simply a man operating as a man. He's not operating as God. He's operating as a man. That says, Lord, I know who you are. And I know what you've given to me. And as I walk sin free, hate sin, love righteousness, and I'm anointed, he says, this is just stuff for God to handle. And this is the kind of stuff God wants to handle. He doesn't want death and destruction. We're redeemed from the curse. Jesus says, why do you have little faith? Actually gets on to them because they didn't know who they were. But we have this confidence. God wants us to know who we are. He measured the heavens by the span of his hand 
and yet he took time to think about you and me and said, I'm going to create him just a little lower than me because we can't be him. We need him. And he said, I'm going to crown you with my glory and my majesty. Oh, glory to God. Just pray with me in the Holy Ghost for a second. I can sense it right now. Lord's changing lives. Changing lives. Changing lives. Ooh. Changing lives. Thank you, Lord. So Thank you, Father. <laughs> glory to God. Just, just start receiving some of that glory and majesty right now. It wouldn't surprise me if people just start getting healed right now. No matter where they are, what they're doing. All of a sudden, pop. Bones set in place. Thank you. Joints relax. Bodies are healed. Why? Because it's simply a manifestation of the goodness of God. A manifestation. Thank you, Lord. Somebody, Miss Barbara, will you come up here? Thank you, Father. Lord's opening your eyes to new levels today on this message. You've seen it before, you know it before, but it's time to walk in different levels. Ha ha tekuraboso. It's not just apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. He's wanting to empower you in levels. You've known it, it's time to go into it in Jesus' name. So in the name of Jesus. Lord, fill her, crown her with your glory. Crown her, Lord, with your glory and your majesty. Yeah, overflow her, Lord. Fill her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you, Father. Yeah, there's that anointing. Glory to God. You feel that? <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody what you're feeling. A lightness? Yeah, amen. Thank you, Lord. Suho pro, feeling his glory. Amen. What does it feel like? It just feels like peace. Peace of God overflowing. That is a part of his glory. Amen. You feel that heat? If you can, I can. My hand's about to roast. Suho pro, can you feel that? Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't feel it. Put your hand right there. No, no. Well, you can too. Put your hand, put your hand right there. You feel that? <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, overflow her now in Jesus' name. Thank you. Just keep receiving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What would happen if we truly at the depths of our heart got to the place where we said, Lord, show me your glory. 
Think about the boldness, the boldness of Moses in Exodus chapter 33. Moses is under sin. He's under the curse. He doesn't have Jesus. He doesn't have a redeemer yet. But then he speaks to the Lord and says, Lord, show me your glory. He's standing in front of God in his presence, feeling the power of God and says, show me your glory. I see a lot of religion would say, hear this, a lot of religion would say, how dare he ask God to show me his glory? He doesn't have Jesus. And see, the devil tries to get us to even do that today. He tries to get us to back down from talking to the Lord about the reality of things that would change everything. A touch of his glory would change, changes everything. If we're walking in that, it changes everything. And the devil tries to get even believers who now have Jesus to back away from that. But what if with all of our heart, just like Moses, what if with all of our heart, and I mean, it wasn't just a one Sunday morning thing. It became a part of who we are and for the rest of my life, Lord, show me your glory. Which means you're going to probably ask me for something. Lord, I know that if I ask you this question, I mean it with my heart, you're going to probably ask me for something. You're going to ask me to walk without sin. You're going to ask me to walk in holiness. And I'm willing to... What, what would happen if believers got to the place where they said, Oh, I see your glory. I see I'm designed for it. I see that I have it in my spirit. Lord, show me how to walk in it. Show me your glory. He tells Moses, who doesn't have Jesus, who's still under the curse and under sin. He's, he's still under the law at this point. He's given him the law right at this moment. He's under the curse. He says, Moses, you can't get it all right now. He said, but I'm going to give you what you can. He says, I'll hide you in the cleft of the rock, which is a type and shadow of Jesus. In other words, I'll put you in Jesus so you can get what you can get. And then I'll, I'll walk in front of you. You can't see it all or else you die. It's too much for your mortal body. It's too much. You die. But I'll hide you in the rock. And you'll be able to get what you can get. So much so. So much so. He says, I will. And, and he says, show me your glory. And God says, I will cause all my goodness to pass before you. So his glory is all the goodness of God. What happens if all his goodness comes into your life? If all his goodness comes into your life, what happens? You got any more problems? <laughs> problems? What happens if we just get to the place where we say, Lord, I, I'm, I'm in the place to receive your glory. I'm willing to walk the way I need to walk. Because I want to walk with your glory and never be held back again. What, what happens if we get there? What could happen if believers now in Christ, in the rock, say, Lord, show me your glory? Are there levels that the church has not even seen? That's like asking, is the Lord deep? Are there levels that the church has not even... Are we, have we just been scratching the surface? What could happen if believers just start going... God, there's more to you, and I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see it. I need it, Lord. What could happen? Do I have any believers like that today? Lord, I'm willing to do what you asked me to do for the rest of my life. Show me your glory, Lord. 
Moses, without Jesus, he gets put in the cleft of the rock. The goodness of God passes before him. He can't take it all, but what he can take, he starts glowing with the glory of God, so much so that the people were scared of him. You know, I don't know, maybe they thought he was an alien or something, you know. He comes down, he's got like an orb around his head. So much so that they fashioned a veil to go in front of his face to hide from the glory. And so when Moses went and talked to the people, he put the veil on so they wouldn't be scared. But his glory was fading. And eventually the veil was there to not let people see that that glory had faded away. But it talks about that in the New Testament. It says, we have a glory that's being recharged day by day. We're from glory to glory to glory to glory. Where's the believers that are walking in this? When we see that and we see that example, that's exactly, where are the believers today that have Jesus all the time, that are in the rock all the time, and they can stay in the presence of God? Where are the believers? Where are the pastors that are walking in this? And even if they're not there, they're reaching for it. They're going after it. Where are the believers that are saying, I don't care who goes after my pastor, but Lord, I'm going after your glory. And they're not, they're not following signs and wonders, but they are being followed by signs and wonders because they're touching the glory. Where is this? When we have Jesus, if God would tell Moses and not zap him for asking, where are the believers saying, I got Jesus. Lord, show me your glory. Where, where, where is that? Is it in you? If it is, I just invite you to come to the altar right now. Lord, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Lord, I, I need you. See, this is not something to hide. This is something to go after with a faithfulness. This is something for us to say, Lord, I want your glory. And it's not about me. It's about you and God. My job is simply to present. My job is simply to present the good news of God. Your job is to take it and give it corresponding action. Faith. Your job is to say, Lord, I want your glory. I'm going to come by and pray, and I'm going to just pray that God would manifest his glory in new ways. If the Lord gives me a word for you, I'll, I'll, I'll pray for you in that word. But here's the thing. Just, this is you and the Lord. He sees you. He, he loves you. He's made you. He's crowned you. He's made you designed to carry his majesty to carry his glory is it in us and I just want you by faith right now when I come in front of you and I, I lay hands and I anoint you with the oil of God which is, which is a representation of his glory when I anoint you I want you to receive right then by faith Lord I receive your glory for the rest of my life I'll walk in it for the rest of my life I'll walk in your glory ha ha to glory to God glory to God they got a seat for you you just sit down and keep receiving glory to God say hello yeah show me your glory let it be your heart's cry Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Just lift your hands. <laughs> show her your glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Show her your glory. 
Show him your glory, Lord. Show him your glory. Show her your glory. Just raise your hands. Lord, I give you me. Say it with me. Lord, I give you me. Show me your glory. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. A glory that melts away the valleys. No more ups and downs. In the name of Jesus. A glory of God. A glory of God. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory. Not just one of us, all of us, Lord. Show us your glory right now. Issues. Every provision is in his glory. Where you've had troubles and worries before about provision. Yeah, thank you. Where you've had issues before. Uh, uh, and worries about provision. How's this going to work out? Where's it going to come from? No more in his glory. Just pray this with me. Just say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. Everything you tell me to do, I'll do it. I believe you died for me and that God brought you back to life. And when he brought you back, you didn't leave me in the place of lack, in the place of death. But you raised me up, fit to be crowned with your glory and majesty. Lord, from this day, I hate sin. I love righteousness. I walk in holiness, and I'm anointed. <laughs> yeah, filler and overflower, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Just say, Jesus. Oh, yeah, you feel that? <laughs> Say, Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Baptize me in it that I can walk with you from this day forward. Lord, overflow her. Let your anointing work out. Break every yoke that's been in her life. Lord, she's in your image. She's in your image, Lord. She's made from you and by you. No matter what man has said or done in her life, she has a new identity today, and the devil can't stop it. No man can stop it. She's got the favor of God on her life. Lord, fill her hands overflow her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. <laughs> yeah, same provision in Jesus' name. <laughs> from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, show them your glory. Show them your glory, Lord. Show them your glory. Yeah, yeah. Just say, Lord, I receive. Say that. Say, Lord, I receive. I'm not waiting on it. I have it now in Jesus' name. Oh, dear. Show her your glory. Show them your glory, Lord. Thank you. Show them your glory in Jesus' name. Show them your glory. Thank you, Father. Yeah, overflow, Lord. Y'all just raise your hands. Oh, fill them. Put one hand on your belly. One hand up. Thank you, Father. He's just pouring out on you now. Show them your glory, Lord. Let it overflow. I know this message today, it, it touched their heart. It touched the core of who you've called them to be. Lord, let them walk in it. Let it not be a theory and let it not be a dream. But Lord, let them walk in it. Let them walk. Let their hands be anointed. Let their hands be anointed. Let their hands be anointed. They are children of you. They are sons and daughters of God Most High. Crowned 
with glory and majesty. Lord, overflowing from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Lord, baptize them in the fire of God. Baptize them in your spirit fresh and overflowing. Glory. And let the joy be there. You can just you can stand as long as you want to, as long as you're receiving, have at it. Yep. Now this attack of fear that's tried to come on, it's over. It, you hear me? It's over now in Jesus' name. Say, I receive it as over. Yeah, I have no part with it. I'm made to be crowned with glory. And I am. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Put your hands over your heart. Yeah, thank you. Strengthener right now, Lord, in every way. Yeah, feel that strength coming into you now. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll look back even, even in a few minutes. You're going to be like, what in the world was I thinking? And it was just an attack. It was an attack. It was an attack. Yeah, we just rebuke that thing. We have no part with that. Perfect love cast out all fear. Lord, we receive perfect love now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there's the strength now. Yeah, it'll take you. That strength will take you to joy too. So don't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, don't be surprised. It might not make sense, but it'll be the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your fullness. Thank you, Lord, for your fullness. Yeah. And don't take other people's fear on you. Yeah, overflowing. Overflowing in Jesus' name. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory. <laughs> glory. Y'all are designed. Y'all are designed to carry the glory of God. Oh, Father. Lord, you put together something here designed to carry your glory. Lord, let them carry it like never before. Let them carry it like never before. Yeah, design. Yeah, you have this confidence. Don't you let the devil talk you out of that, right? Yeah. Lord, show her that glory. Let it flow through her. Thank you. Now, remember, it's by faith. By faith, we overcome the world. By faith. So we have to put that on on purpose, right? We have to be intentional with it. So when you feel something else, you by faith, Lord, your glory is going to go to work right here. I believe it. I believe it. Whew. And show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. <laughs> yeah, called, 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 called to carry the glory. Called, designed to wear it as a crown. Designed to take his majesty. Designed by God devil's tried to tell you all kinds of other stuff but you're designed by God to carry it and walk in <laughs> yeah design let it be now in Jesus name hey hey thank you father Whoo, Lord show him your glory show him your glory Show them your glory. Let other people see it in them, on them, and around them in Jesus' name. Show them your glory. 
Show them your glory. Lord, take their thinking to another level. Father, you're so deep. You're so big. You're so mighty. You're so majestic. Father, we've just scratched the surface. Let us see more of the fullness in Jesus' name. More of the fullness. Now just, just be receiving that, but y'all don't go anywhere. I'm coming back in a second. <laughs> Show them your glory, Lord. <laughs> you just begun. You just begun. You just begun. You just begun. Huh, he's going to show you something. Oh, you're going to be like, wow, 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 wow. Like your life is going to be, I mean, the, you, you, you might even, if Jesus tarries and you did have a tombstone, it might just say, Greg Griffin, some dates, and then wow. Like with an exclamation point. Because it's like wow everywhere. Wow all the time. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think Jesus will come back before that. But that's just telling you what he, what he has for your life. Do you receive that? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Glory, Lord. Glory. <laughs> wow. Do you think that was funny? Wow. Wow. They show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. <laughs> it's his goodness. It's his goodness. Just be receiving of his goodness. You know, that's the answer to what you're asking. His goodness is the answer to what you're asking. Well, what do I do? You receive his goodness and walk in his glory. It starts solving things. You see? That's the answer. Okay, Lord, and I receive it all. 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 Do you receive it? Yeah, that's the answer. See, that's just it. When you go with Romans 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Transform your mind, which means that we start walking like God, with God, by faith, in God. And he says, then your life will prove that God's will is good that God's will is perfect, that God's will is acceptable or worthy of accepting. See, when we, when we set aside the earthly logic and we put on God's logic, all of a sudden our life becomes a manifestation of that glory. And it starts causing people around us to see the reality of God's truth, not the worldly deceptions. Amen. Just raise your hand. <laughs> oh, walk in his glory. Oh, Lord, I see what to do. I see what to do. Go after you with all I got. Ho, ho, ho. Lord, I trust you. I put my faith in you. You're so good. You're so mighty. You're so righteous. See, I'm giving you some prayers to pray. Amen. Some worship to have. Ha, ha, so bolso. Lord, I go after you with everything I have. That's the answer. Go after you. It kind of sounds like Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all. See, that thing is in, it's encapsulated in all. Right, the thing that you've been wondering about, it's encapsulated in all. And all these things will be added to you. Lord, I go after you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. <laughs> now, do you hear all that? Amen. Then, there, take it. <laughs> That's for you too. And all. Did you hear all that too? Show her your glory. Your glory. Your glory, Lord. 
Your glory. Show her your glory. Thank you, Father. Oh, he's got good things for you. <laughs> higher. Oh, I hear this from the Lord. He's got higher dreams than you've ever dreamt. Hear that. He has higher dreams than you've ever dreamt. You've only touched the surface of it. There's a depth of God's goodness that he wants you to plunge into. And you're about to go. You're about to go into him and you're going to see things that you've only dreamt of, but you hadn't even dreamt enough. And what a promise. Thank you, Lord. Just raise your hands high right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Raise them high. Raise them high. The high as high as you raise them is as high as you'll get to. How high can you raise them? Can you stretch for it? Can you stretch? Oh, show them your glory, Lord. Show him your glory. Yeah, he just just started. He's seen so many things, so many mighty things. Lord, you've revealed yourself. Oh, there's so much more. There's so much more because you're so big, Lord. Measure the heavens by the span of your hand. Show him your glory, Lord. Show him your glory. Show him your glory. Yeah, yeah. Pick him back up. Help him. Show him your glory. There's a glory that's manifesting now. Thank you, Lord. Show him your glory. <laughs> Fifty. Jubilee, out of debt, set free. Jubilee, out of debt, set free. Let it be the best year she's ever had. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Father. Not, not Martha, but Mary. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, not Martha, but Mary. <laughs> Take that heart. Take that heart. Not Martha, but Mary. Out of the flow, out of the anointing, all things. In Him, we live and move and have our being. In Him, not Martha, but Mary, in Jesus' name. And watch how you, it, it's not a big difference, not a big change. But when you make it, it's going to be like the kingdom of God explodes inside of you. It's like it will explode inside of you. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Father. Who knew? Who knew? One expect one expecting. Who knew one expecting could change so much and take you to such higher levels? Ha ha ha. But just watch as your revelation, even of parents and children, changes everything in your relationship with God. One expecting changes the other expectation. And watch what the Lord does. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Glorious. It's already challenged you. It's already taking you to a different level. Hey, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your wholeness. Glory. Show them your glory, Lord. Show me glory. Raise your hands. Say, I believe. I, believe. I receive it. I receive it. Now. now. I have it. I'm not waiting on it. Show him your glory, Lord. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. 
When your hunger matches that that you had that day we talked about just the other day, when your hunger matches that every day, you'll find that you'll walk in a fullness like you've never dreamt of. Get hungry. I hear the Lord saying, Colton, get hungry. Get hungry. Get hungry. And watch, I'll fill you. Show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. Show her your glory from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Show her your glory. Say, Lord, I give you me. Whoo, fill my mouth with good things. Yeah, with good things. Show them your glory. <laughs> You're designed for glory. You're designed for glory. Designed for glory. Designed for it. Oh, designed for it. In Jesus' name. You designed for it. All that garbage the devil tried to tell, <laughs> it's not going to work anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. Show her your glory. Show her your glory. Let her walk in it more. Yeah, show them your glory. Abigail, come up. Sabalo Kareko. Show her your glory. Uh, show her your glory. <laughs> start, start pouring it out. Oh, glory. Show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. Thank you, Father. Show her your glory. 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 Raise your hands. Hear those words that I said today. The devil's a liar. He tries to steal. Tries to make you think you're not worthy, but that's not true. That's not true. You're designed for his glory. You're designed for his majesty. Say it with me. Say, I'm designed for his glory. I'm designed for his majesty. Now, Lord, show me your glory. Lord, let it change from this day forward. Crown her with majesty and your glory. Open her eyes of understanding. Enlighten her heart. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Wow! It's time to, time to put on a new coat of expectation, joy, and confidence. Time to put on a new coat. Romans 15, 13. Make it yours. Meditate on it. Think on it. Go read it about a hundred times in the next, like, hour. Um, <laughs> Romans 15, 13. Oh, it's yours. Put on a new coat of hope, joy, confidence, expectation. Show them your glory. Thank you, Father. Lord, as they step into this endeavor, I'll praise God. Lord, I come against every restricting vision, every restricting thought. Lord, let them think big. Let them think higher. And I hear this clearly, not to move in presumption 
If God didn't speak it, don't presume it. Hear that. That's a warning and it's very, it's important. It'll be more important. You'll see it play out. Don't presume it. Don't be in presumption. But if you'll look with eyes of faith, I'll be able to speak bigger things. If you'll stretch your eyes, I'll be able to speak bigger things. If you'll think higher, set your eyes on things above, not on things below, I'll be able to speak rhema words to you that will take you higher than what you thought you could reach, higher than what you thought you could attain by yourself. Where the devil's tried to say and even hold you back in thoughts, Lord, we come against those now. Let every small thinking, let everything that's tried to restrict them be broken now in Jesus' name. Thank Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Lord, let them think higher. Minds, think higher now. Let these minds, let them take their leading from their spirit, man, and let them see like God sees in the righteousness of God. Let them see with eyes of God's righteousness, which will open up eyes of faith. Lord, let their spirit relate to their mind every plan, purpose, and pursuit that God has for them, and let them take it and let them impart that into people that they will not be held back. Now put your hands on your stomach, if you will. Hold it, hold them on. Lord, fill them and overflow them fresh today and every day with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit and fire, and fire, fire of God. Baptize them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Lord, light them on fire. Let their DNA be changed. They will never be the same. Lord, they'll be marked in Jesus' name. Let them be so on fire that it catches other people with ease. I say it again. Let them be so on fire it catches other people with ease in Jesus' name. And that's the answer to what to do in the church. You get on fire. You get on fire and people will catch. You get on fire and people will catch. Now you've got to stay on fire. You focus on that. It'll solve so many issues. It'll burn away the impurities. It'll burn away the people that would pull, pull away. It'll burn away the people that'll cause you problems. You be on fire, stay on fire, and Lord, let them catch others with ease. Some people don't want to catch fire. Some people would jump out of the hot tub. They'd never soak in it, but you want it. You're not going to be a lukewarm church. You're not going to be one that people find comfortable to sit in for years but never do anything. No, you, they'll be willing to stretch, grow, be in the fullness of God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Wow! Yeah, just raise your hands. That solution's in his glory. That solution's in his glory. Even wisdom is in his glory. Now, Father, lift him up now. So, Thank you, Lord. Show them your glory. <laughs> See, all those words, it's just a manifestation of his glory. It's time for it. It's just a manifest. All those words prosper in you. It's just a manifestation of his glory. I hate sin. Love righteousness. Walk in holiness, and I'm anointed. Lord, manifest your glory. So, yeah, bring it through them in Jesus' name. 
Put it within his grasp now. He delights. Put it within his grasp now. Put it within his grasp now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory. Just raise your hands. Just say it with me. Say, Lord, show me your glory. Thank you, Father. And by faith, now just by faith, belief in your heart, will he do it? Yes. Yeah. You don't have to answer me. Just get it in you. Will he do it? Yeah. Will he do it? He sure will. He's longing to. And Lord, I know when I ask, when I ask with my heart, you will fulfill it. Father, right now, fulfill it. Who will show your glory. Woo. Man, as I'm praying, I'm getting filled up with the glory. Glory to God. I'm telling you how to pray and it's hitting me. Whoo, glory. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Oh, cut it awesome. Now reach by faith for his glory. Lord, I'm going after it. I won't relent. Show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. Show her all of your goodness. Show her all of your goodness. Show her your glory. <laughs> Show her your glory. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, that was longer ministry time, but man, the Lord wants to fill us with his glory. How many people you received something? <laughs> you received something. Your life was touched. And here's the thing. Can I, can I do it by myself? No, that's the Lord. He sees you. He's backing up. He's backing up what we just preached. He wants to take you to a different place, amen? And he's doing it. And he's doing it. How many people receive that? Glory to God. Let's walk in it. Let's walk in his glory. Let's not be held back. Let's walk in his provision. Let's walk in his answers and his solutions, amen? Amen. You got solutions and answers today. You got solutions and answers today. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just praise with it. Solutions and answers. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Overflower. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoo. Amen. Amen. Ooh, so frekarabon, Chris. Just keep playing. Just let the glory come out your fingertips. Oh, show her your glory, Lord. Show her your glory. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Bless her hands. Bless her. Show her your glory. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. What is man that you would think of him? Make him a little lower than you and crown him with your glory and your majesty. Our Lord. Man is the apple of your eye. Lord, we receive that. That's who we are to you. Not because we got ourselves there, because you put us there. You put us in the center of your heart. We're in the center of your sight. It's, it's your love. And, and Father, we just thank you. Ooh, we thank you. 
Just receive from them right now. So that and cut them most about the end. Thank you, Father. Lord, show us your glory. Not just me, not just one other, not just the church, but all of us, Lord, every believer. Show us your glory. Let us hunger and thirst for it and go after it like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Can we give God some glory right now? Oh. Because it's all His anyway. It's all His. To Him be all honor and glory and praise. And we get to be partakers of that. Amen. Amen, guys. Before we head out, I have a couple announcements for you. Tonight at 4 p.m., we have Youth and the Glory is going to pour out a youth group tonight. Amen. So uh, if you have any youth from grades 6 to 12, make sure you bring them tonight uh, for a youth group. We also have Impact University. It started back up, and we have that on Tuesday night. If you want to even just be a part and uh, try out one of our classes, you can join. Uh, you can reach out to one of us, and we'll, we'll give you more information about that. Holy Spirit weekends this weekend. Come on, I'm excited about that one. We're going to be pray, have prayer night at 6.30 on Friday, Saturday, 1 o'clock, soul winning Saturday. And then next Sunday we have our Holy Spirit service at 4 p.m. It's going to be awesome. Amazing acts. There's so many things going on right now, guys. God's doing awesome stuff. Amazing Acts, September 20th to 24th. We have our breakthrough night with Pastor Terry Shuttlesworth uh, on September 30th at 6.30 p.m. And man, every single weekday, we also have our broadcast at 11.30. So if you want to be a part of that, we have some uh, cards out there that you can scan a QR code. It'll take you right to our YouTube channel. But, we, but I'm telling you, every single day this week, there's going to be an on-time word that you can be a part of. And so we want to invite you to join us every weekday live at 11.30 for uh, Lunch Plus. But guys, we love you. Thank you so much for being here tonight, tonight, this morning. Thank you for being here. Let that glory, don't let it just stay in this room. Take it with you. God doesn't give you the glory just so that you can have an experience and then walk out and go back to your old life. No, he wants you to carry it with you. So how many of you are going to carry the glory with you wherever you go this week? Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we love you, and we'll see you next week. Be blessed.